the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And a good Thursday afternoon coming to you from the state capitol here in Tallahassee. I'm Bill Bunkley, and this is The Bill Bunkley Show. It is awful, awful up here. Cold. Woke up this morning. It was 13 degrees. Wind chill factor. Freezing. And with the rain that came through the community here, it has been a very, very chilling amount of cold weather. And I know you've been cold down there as well, all throughout West Central Florida. I think the current temperature in Tampa right now is 53 degrees. Uh, In Tallahassee, we are at a brisk 49 degrees. And um, yes, indeed, it has been a chilly overnight. Chilly loading up the car. Chilly getting ready to go. I tell you what, it has been a mess. I want to thank um, our morning host, uh, Bill Carl on our Faith Talk stations, and of course, uh, uh, Captain Matt Bruce, host of uh, the Captain's America Third Watch, for um, filling in for me yesterday at the very last moment. What I mean by that is, is um, well, let's just say that I was starting to feel a little discomfort um, yesterday and uh, mid-morning, and by about 1 o'clock, I know, uh, notified our our operations team back in Tampa that I did not think I was going to be able to go for yesterday's live broadcast here from Tallahassee. So I want to thank uh, both of those gentlemen for uh, stepping in, stepping up on short notice, and uh, know that they had uh, uh, great opportunities to bring you some uh, just dynamic programming yesterday. And my heartfelt thanks to them uh, for sure. Well, we've got some interesting times going on for those of you tuning in this afternoon on The Biz, and that's because um, in addition to our Florida focus, which we will be getting to in just a moment, uh, we've got a little bit of a hiccup and uh, a little bit of a retrenchment in our markets. And that's because um, there is uh, great uncertainty right now over whether the Democrats and Republicans are going to be able to get their act together to avoid a government uh, shutdown. And uh, because uh, it's a very, very close vote, the whips have been out trying to uh, determine what those numbers are going to be. And um, with that, let me give you those numbers. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, after some very impressive rallies, as you know, yesterday while I was gone, topped the 26,000 mark. But um, the Dow is off today, 97.84, closing at 26.017. The S&P 500 dipped as well, closing off 4.53 at 27.98.03. The NASDAQ lost uh, $2.23, down to 72.96. 
And um, with that, uh, we are absolutely keeping an eye on uh, what's happening in terms of uh, the clock is ticking. Now, the Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, he remains confident uh, this hour, at least publicly, that uh, the negotiations for this temporary spending uh, legislation, the um, the stopgap bill that um, needs to pass uh, today. Um, now, even among the Republicans who are in the caucus, and again, I've been just came back over from the Capitol, so I'm not uh, as up to date with what's happening in D.C. at the current moment, but. Uh, not only do we have some within the Republican caucus that uh, are not happy with uh, this bill, um, the Democrats have come out against it, and uh, they're wanting to um, get some real concessions over the DACA legislation or DACA commitments, and those are for the uh, uh, the younger children of the um, undocumented aliens, undocumented immigrants that have come into the country over the past few years. And um, anyway, um, if it doesn't come to pass in terms of an agreement um, by the end of the day tomorrow night, then you're going to have a partial shutdown. Now, all essential services, if a shutdown uh, happens, are certainly going to be taken care of. But you've got a weekend that's coming up, and... um, This plan has to pass both chambers of Congress as well as get uh, the signature of President uh, Donald Trump. But um, the Senate may be the area where we're having some some issues here. Um, And again, the, the, the Democrats in the Senate and some of the Republicans um, said that they would uh, oppose the plan and, um, Anyway, they need 60 votes to pass the Senate. And I know uh, Republican Senator John Thune just um, recently said uh, earlier this afternoon, I believe, that he was concerned the bill would not have 60 votes to pass. Um, Now, according to the um, House of Representatives, we've got a couple of... um, um, Senate Democrat aides actually have uh, given a message to CNBC that the Democrats uh, have the votes to block the House bill. Uh, if it does come over from the House, it um, it's going to be pretty, pretty interesting indeed. It's going to be very, very close. So, um, the um, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said he was preparing to keep the chamber in session all weekend long uh, to get it done in event that uh, there is a shutdown on Friday night. And so that's going to have a showdown between the Democrats and the Republicans. So we'll have to keep uh, track of what's happening here. And, of course, more will happen tomorrow as we get closer and closer to the last few moments of the shutdown, and that's going to be uh, something that we'll keep an eye on. Well, I have um, had a full day here before the Florida legislature. Both uh, House and Senate have been meeting today. And um, coming up in just a few moments, uh, we're going to be talking with uh, the leader of No Casinos, John Sawinski. A very, very big milestone has been crossed by that organization. 
and uh, I support uh, their work. They have been gathering signatures uh, in order to qualify to put the language on the ballot for a Florida constitutional amendment in November of this year. And that would be for the ability uh, of Florida voters to have a say come November that basically that unless the, if, if this initiative that they have passed, uh, that they have gained the signatures for to put on a ballot, if that receives 60% uh, of those who come to vote in the off-year election, it will basically mean that uh, no expansion of gambling is going to take place unless the voters of the state of Florida approve it. That means, you know, a future governor uh, could not have access to expand gambling uh, unilaterally. The legislature couldn't expand gambling unilaterally. Uh, you know, the Department uh, of uh, either Lottery or uh, whatever the um, jurisdictional um, organization uh, as part of the state government here in Tallahassee, they could not do that. And so coming up uh, just after the break, John Sawinski is going to be my guest. And uh, I'm going to let him share a little bit about what this means. And uh, now it's going to be time for us to um, be able to communicate that uh, with our friends and family throughout the state and understand what are the implications if um, the state were to continue in this mode of expanding casino gambling. Uh, I'm going to ask him about um, what happened in Las Vegas when Las Vegas tried to uh, go with a model of uh, expanding their marketing including families uh, and gambling, and we'll find out uh, from him exactly how that experiment turned out and to what they reverted back to today. Also, big news that uh, I want to talk with John about is that we got our numbers in from tourism in 2016, that is Florida State Tourism. I think you're going to be quite impressed with those numbers uh, because uh, it has set some new records, so that's coming up uh, as well. Then, well, let me ask you a question. You probably have been keeping an eye on the stock markets, and they have been rising, rising, rising. Well, for those of you who are listeners on our AM860, The Answer Station, uh, would I recommend the name Rebecca Walser? Well, that's probably a name you're pretty familiar with. That's because uh, she is um, a radio talk show host. She is a wealth strategist. Uh, She is uh, an attorney. Her show is Wealth Strategies. It airs Saturdays uh, right here on AM 860, The Answer, at 2 p.m. And then on Sundays at 11 a.m., it also airs on AM 860, The Answer. Well, she's going to be with me at the bottom of the hour. She has written her first book, and the book is entitled Wealth Unbroken, Growing Wealth Uninterrupted, by market crashes, taxes, and even death. Now, that's something we're all interested in. So we'll have Rebecca with us here coming up in a few moments uh, at the um, at the bottom of the hour. As always, I want to remind you that uh, you can join the conversation this afternoon. And uh, to do so, it's a, a fairly easy, easy operation to do so. If you are locally in our Tampa area, you can dial 813-287-5700. Eight one three two eight seven five seven zero zero. 
in Sarasota, Bradenton, Manatee County. Your local number is 941-955-0930, 941-955-0930. For all others across Florida uh, in the U.S., you can call me toll-free at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. And um, we'd love to uh, include you on the program both the first hour or the second hour. Also, I uh, want to remind you that um, we have an opportunity for you to win uh, one of five copies of our Regnery Publishing promotion this month. And uh, today's book that we're offering is The Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is in the New... Excuse me. Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to World Order, written by Stephen Mosher. Now, let me tell you that uh, we'll have five copies of that to give away at the uh, end of January. You can register right now to be one of those five winners by going to am860theanswer.com or am930theanswer.com, either one. All you have to do is click on the contest tab in the menu bar, and you can increase your chances by coming back each day to enter over and over and over. Again, that um, website is am860theanswer.com, am930theanswer.com. And remember, if you register each and every day, that just increases your chances over and over again for you to be able to win. Well, from a very chilly afternoon here in Tallahassee, Florida, I'm Bill Bunkley, and looking forward to uh, having a conversation about an important aspect of Florida's future, and that is... um, what will be the extent of the expansion of of um, of um, casino gambling throughout the state? Do we want to see the proliferation of that? Do you want to see uh, all of your paramutual sites be converted into casinos? And uh, what are the social costs if we were to go into that direction? All that and more coming up on the Bill Bunkley Show live from Tallahassee. Don't go away. I'll be right back. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. That's right, Tampa Bay. If you have a cracked windshield and full coverage insurance, they can install a new one for free and buy back your old one for up to $100 cash on the spot. Call 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-G-L-A-S-S. 813-96-GLASS. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. So I was at that new boutique, the one where the video store used to be. Next to the dry cleaners. That was so 2004. Now I download videos at home and the dry cleaner comes to me. The dry cleaner comes to you? Twice a week. Tyler from Sun Country Cleaners, who, by the way, is as clean cut and professional as they come, picks up all the family laundry, not just our work clothes and... (gasps) No more sorting socks. No more sorting socks. Sun Country Cleaners. You do life. We'll do the laundry. SunCountryCleaners.com. Hi, this is Brian Chappell of Unlimited Grace. This spring, I'll be leading a tour of the Holy Land, and you could be my guest. Just register on this station's website for a chance to win a free Unlimited Grace trip to Israel. For 10 remarkable days, we'll be following in the footsteps of Jesus. And just for entering, I'll send you a free copy of my latest book, Unlimited Grace. 
To enter for your chance to win, go to letstalkfaith.com. Enter the keyword grace. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. A big question now is going to be put before the citizens of Florida. And uh, we've got the scoop on that coming up now on the Bill Bunkley Show about 40, about 20 minutes past the hour. Coming to you live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee. Well, a very successful campaign has just been accomplished. And I want to tell you, there are two big hurdles that have to be um, overcome if you want to change the Florida Constitution by a citizen's initiative. My good friend John Sawinski, president of No Casinos. No Casinos has been a consistent pro-family force in the state of Florida. Years and years and years, multiple decades, trying to uh, educate the citizens and hold the line against uh, a massive expansion of casino gambling here in the state of Florida. And today we're excited because... They have been gathering signatures for the voter control of the gambling amendment. And uh, we've got some good news today. And with that, John Sawinski, hey, welcome back to our program. Bill, great to be with you again. I want to tell you, when you announced the number of signatures, not only that you have gathered, but you have uh, gotten certified. And I know you're going to be probably doing some more to continue to put it over the edge. Tell you what, that's a lot of work. Uh, tell us a little bit about the process you have been involved with in terms of getting these signatures. Sure. You know, Bill, we started gathering signatures a couple of years ago. We gathered first about 100,000 signatures so that we would be able to put our issue before the Supreme Court of Florida. Because before it can be placed on the ballot, the court has to make sure that the language is clear and unambiguous and not deceptive and that it doesn't violate the state's single subject requirement for an issue to be on the ballot. And so we began gathering signatures in late 2015 and placed the issue before the court and waited a while. We did not gather the signatures and because it costs a lot of money to operate and takes a lot of time and energy. wanted to get a green light from the court first, which happened in April of this year, and then we began gathering signatures in earnest once again. And, <clears throat> and when I say this year, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's New Year, so in 2017. <laughs> um, right. And so during 2017, between April and December, uh, we gathered another 1.1 million signatures from voters across Florida. And the supervisors of elections certify those petition signatures against the original voting record. And once you get 766,000 and change and gather enough signatures from at least half of Florida's congressional districts and they're verified, the issue goes before voters. And uh, actually on Friday, we knew we had sufficient signatures verified by local supervisors, but it became official yesterday when Florida's Secretary of State certified our amendment as Amendment 3 on the November ballot. 
And what that amendment says is that in order for a form of casino gambling to be legal within the state, that it has to be approved by Florida voters through constitutional initiative, through a petition drive, just like we did. And the reason we did it that way is we wanted to remove the politicians entirely uh, from the, the, the business of approving casino gambling. You know, for decades in the state, it was always that way, that when gambling was considered, it was the voters, not the politicians, who decided matters. Because it was a matter within our state constitution, they reserved it that way. But in more recent years, uh, really, there's been a lot more chutzpah on the part of the casino industry and on the part of, you know, some of our politicians to where, you know, they want to legalize. I had one of them tell me when I was lobbying there last year that he would to put them on every street corner if he could. And that's the wisdom of a lot of people, particularly on the Senate side, it seems, um, in, in Tallahassee. And so we felt that this is a matter that once more belongs solely in the hands of the people of Florida, um, not in the hands of the politicians. And that's our best bet uh, to be able to keep Florida from being overrun by Las Vegas-style casinos. Mm. Now, contrary to what the Senate may feel, um, Las Vegas several years ago um, tried this. They tried the family-friendly Las Vegas, and they, uh, it fell flat on its face. And so uh, Las Vegas has sort of uh, gone away from inviting families to Las Vegas. They've reverted back to the gambling and adult entertainment. Let me repeat, gambling plus adult entertainment. That's how gambling is successful. Talk about that for a moment in terms of uh, the recent report that in 2016, we just learned from Visit Florida, we had record tourists to the state. We don't want to mess with our branding, and we don't want to mess with the revenue source that comes from sales tax and other sources that allows us to appreciate our visitors because they keep us from having a state income tax, right? No, absolutely. Absolutely, Bill. And what's interesting is one of the best reports I've seen on the subject of gambling versus family-friendly tourism was done by the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, UNLV. Their their tourism studies uh, department did a very thorough analysis and case study of the attempt that Las Vegas made in the 1990s to rebrand itself as both family-friendly and gambling, and it was a complete bomb for them. And what this report really brought out was the fact when people go on a vacation, they're looking for an experience. They're, they're, they're moved by what they're going to do together and what they're going to see and what they're going to be a part of. And the gambling you know, side of things is so antithetical to family-friendly fun uh, that it just fell flat on its face in Las Vegas. Um, And what's interesting as we see not only that comparison, but also as Florida emerged from the Great Recession, tourism was one of the first economic sectors to rebound, was family-friendly tourism, whereas gambling destinations were really – in the ditch still for many years after, you know, Florida's tourism economy rebounded. And if you think about it, you know, my parents, I, I grew up with Depression-era sensibilities from my parents who grew up in the, in the Great Depression. 
And my parents, the idea of gambling would have seemed just crazy to them, like throwing money away. And I think a lot of us now having lived through the Great Recession ourselves, I honestly think that there are a lot of people who look at gambling as something like, well, that's just a complete waste of money, which it is. And so what we have seen is these is these uh, these gambling destinations have had a much harder time reconnecting with their client base than family-friendly. And so, yeah, Florida's record numbers in tourism now. And we've always asked, why would we in Florida trade something that works for something that's a proven loser? Mm. I want to tell you, we've got a hard break coming up, but um, here's what you need to remember. A couple of things. Vote yes on Amendment 3. Vote yes on Amendment 3, November ballot. And right now, I want you to go to nocasinos.org. That's nocasinos.org. We all need to get uh, uh, boned up on this topic to tell our friends. It is up to the voters of Florida to decide any expansion of gambling. And I want to salute John Sawinski and No Casinos for an outstanding job. But, John, we got a hard break. Got to let you go. We'll have you back again. Good work, my brother. Bill, thank you for your continued help. Appreciate it. Take care, my friend. All right, coming up next, Rebecca Washer. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Amazon has narrowed its search for a second headquarters to just 20 locations now, centered mostly in the east and the Midwest. Toronto's on the list. That means the company has kept its international options open to some extent. And the Seattle-based company's announcement last fall it was looking for a second home, touched off fierce competition among states and cities. On the West Coast, Los Angeles is the only city left on the list. Coming up with a flu vaccine every year, no easy task. The National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases says they're lucky if they can get 30% of the cases contained by whatever uh, solution they come up with. 100 years ago this year, a global flu outbreak killed tens of millions of people. Twelve lives lost for that severe weather in southern states, not always used to dealing with the snow and the ice. Travelers are being warned to watch out for black ice on roads in the Carolinas. This is SRN News. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. It starts with an E, but only has a single letter in it, an envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill. And boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with the electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper and deeper in credit card debt and you're not sure how to fix the problem? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. 
Trinity Debt Management is a nonprofit organization that will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment. Put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges and reduce your interest rates by as much as 60%. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. It's not a loan. It's a smart way to relieve your stress, meet your obligations, and preserve your self-respect. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Gather up your bills and call this toll-free number for a free, no-obligation debt analysis. 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. Proud to be an American? My husband, Dominic, and I thank God we are. I'm Lois Falconetti of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. We sell American-made, not like our competitors. We're a Hunter Douglas dealer, which gives a lifetime warranty. We do repairs and at-home drapery cleaning. Tell us you're a veteran, first responder, or proud American. We'll give a donation to St. Jude. See us at Clark & McIntosh or call 922-2345. Remember, Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. Praise the Lord. I'm Sharon Knotts inviting you to join me and my dad, R.G. Hardy, on the Sound of Faith weekdays at 9 p.m. on WTBN. Friends, if you're drawn to inspirational preaching, informative, in-depth teaching, and biblical answers to current issues under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, then Sound of Faith is perfect for you. Because we know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Weekdays at 9 p.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. All right, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Bill Bunkley Show coming to you live from our broadcast uh, studios here in Tallahassee, Florida, as uh, we are here covering the 2018 legislative session of uh, the state of Florida. Well, No doubt you've been keeping an eye, and I've been informing you, it seems like every few days, that uh, we have our markets reaching higher and higher and higher milestones. In fact, during the first year of President Trump, um, some very impressive numbers indeed have been, well, been rolling in. And I say that to say you must be thinking about, hmm, investing, hmm, wealth acquisition, hmm, maybe wealth retention, hmm, and though things are roaring right now, well, you and I know whatever goes up sometimes comes down or will come down or will address. So we've got some alternatives this afternoon. Joining me is, uh, especially for those of you on our AM860, The Answer Station this afternoon, among all of you listening in throughout West Central Florida, my next guest is no stranger. Rebecca Walser is now an author, and she's a wealth strategist and a radio talk show host. And her show, Wealth Strategies, airs Saturdays right here on AM 860 The Answer at 2 p.m. as well as Sundays at 11 a.m. And uh, now she's entered into the realm of, well, being an author. In a moment, we'll talk about her brand new book. But she has been leveraging her background as a tax attorney, a certified financial planner, and an experienced wealth strategist. She's the best-selling author, Rebecca Walser, and she is uniquely qualified to assess, structure, and implement the best income maximization, wealth maximization, tax mitigation, minimization, and optimal legacy strategies for her clients. 
And now she has expanded um, the reach of her unique message with the release of her first book, where she truly brings a wealth of understanding to personal finance in the space of the written word. Rebecca earned her bachelor's degree, summa cum laude in finance, and her juris doctorate degree, cum laude from the University of Florida, and her advanced law degrees in taxation from New York University. With that, Rebecca Walser, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to have you. Thanks, Bill. I'm glad to be here. Well, I got to tell you, I'm just looking at your background, looking at your national reach with your clients all around the country. You certainly have developed a drive, and I'm sure you got that from uh, Gainesville. But tell us a little <laughs> bit about this passion that you have for, um, you know, first of all, saving people some money on their taxes. Yes. Well, you know, I, I feel like, though I have a really unique perspective because I was in finance for over a decade before I even went to law school at Florida. And um, that really prepared me for when I got out and started just solely practicing law and really focusing on the tax area with my specialty from NYU. You know, it really prepared me to say, okay, there's a big piece missing here. When you just talk to people on about the legal side and the tax side and you're not talking about the finance side, it's, it's kind of a problem. So I couldn't do that for more than a few years until I went back into my, I went to my own practice, opened my own practice and said, hey, we really got to marry this finance piece with this legal piece. And since I've done that, I've been doing my, I've been in my own practice for a couple years. And what's really been wonderful is to, for the last few years, sort of been writing this book in my head saying, wow, we are doing it so wrong. I mean, going to every corner of this country and realizing what conventional financial wisdom has been telling people since the 80s and how we have gotten it so wrong because America is not the America of the 80s. We are a very, very, very different country. And how we've built wealth fit the 80s, it just does not work in 2018. Hmm. If you're just joining us, uh, you need to get a copy, your own copy of a brand new book, Wealth Unbroken. Growing Wealth Uninterrupted by Market Crashes, Taxes, and Even Death. And Rebecca, i got to ask you, because as um, you have put this book together, of course, we have just come off of historic tax reform, certainly tax reform uh, in the last uh, two or three or four decades. And now that so many Americans are, even this month, going to see a little bit more in those paychecks and now Mm -hmm. have the ability for... Uh, much uh, increased uh, automatic tax deductions, the standard deductions. How did this come together? I mean, was, was this by design? Was this by coincidence that you put the book out now? How did all this come together for you? Because certainly is timely. Certainly by God's design, not mine. I don't think I could, I could not have planned to release a book uh, the month that tax reform changed. And it was really interesting because, you know, we obviously launched the book in New York City, and I was up there for a lot of national press. And, and it was really funny because it was like, oh, my gosh, you wrote a book and the tax reform just happened. It's like, yeah, no, the book was in the works for a year. We just we just actually uh, coincided with that. So that's all God. That's not me. Um, but, you know, th- let me tell you, it, it, is so, it is so wonderful that it has happened at this time because what it does, I make the case, and as a lawyer, I really decided that, you know what, I am going to write this book, and I'm going to tell people what has to happen, where we've come from, where we are, where we're going, which is absolutely the most important part of it. And I decided 
there's no way I'm going to convince people that what they've been told for 30 years doesn't work unless I prove it to them. So I sort of build this case as a lawyer saying, let me prove it to you. I have over 130 footnotes of data points of where you can go yourself and verify everything that I'm saying so that I back it up with real proof that this is a problem. And the thing is, I guess ultimately, Bill, what I'd like to people to understand is that you know, everybody has thought for a while that we have high taxes. Taxes are high, taxes are high. And the truth is, no one likes to pay a one penny of tax. I mean, we all have our duty to make sure we can, you know, cover our, our expenditures and those things. But it's not fun or enjoyable to pay a tax. But I look at it from the history of America. And when you look at it from the history of America, Ronald Reagan tax reforms that actually went into effect with our marginal rates in 1987, if you look at the history of American tax rates, you look at 1987 down versus 1987 and up, and we actually have been lulled into thinking that taxes are high, and that is because we have lived the last 30 years, 31 years now, with the lowest period of tax since before the 1930s. You have to go all the way back up to the 1930s to find lower taxes than what we've had since 1987. We have been the anomaly. We have been living in a period of the 30 years of lowest taxes we've ever had. And now, with this tax cut, we now have the lowest tax period since the 30s that we have to leverage to our best advantage because where we go from here is the problem. Now, by the way, if you're just joining us, uh, you can go right now to walserwealth.com. That's Rebecca Walser's uh, website. That's W-A-L-S-E-R-W-E-A-L-T-A-T-H.com. That's walserwealth.com. And you can tune in this Saturday at 2 p.m. on AM 860 The Answer or Sunday 11 a.m. at AM 860 The Answer for uh, her next edition of her radio program, Wealth Strategies. You talked about the 80s. We know, uh, well, those of us that, that know, know that the conventional wisdom that we've been taught for years isn't exactly what we should be following. You're unconventional in, in, in the way that you work with clients. But um, one thing I wanted to point out, got, got a couple, three minutes left, and that is when, when people really understand how these 401Ks, these conventional IRAs, these other re- retirement um, vehicles um, – are just postponing taxes for the future. And yeah. at some point in time, our deficit's going to be going up. Um, and guess what? Our taxes are going to be a little bit different in 15 or 20 years. Give us a couple of bullet points that you point out in your book that are important for people to know when doing uh, just smart future planning. Yes. So basically, conventional wisdom, as you mentioned, Bill, came about in the 80s. It said, don't pay tax now on, the, on this wealth. Save it for retirement because you'll make less in retirement, therefore you'll pay less in tax. And in the 80s, that made sense. The day Ronald Reagan was inaugurated, we only had $980 billion of federal debt. So we did not even have $1 trillion of federal debt. On the same date, baby boomers were average range of age of 16 years old to 34 years old. So nobody was thinking about a debt problem, and nobody was thinking about the massive retirement in mass of millions of people of our largest organic-born population ever we've ever had. So now it's 30 years later. We have had low taxes all of those years, but we haven't cut our spending. So our federal debt is now $21 trillion rounding up, Mm -hmm. and we have the retirement of the baby boomers upon us. 
every time a boomer retires, they're a double negative because they stop contributing, and then they actually go on to a social program, Social Security and Medicare. So between the massive financial storm of the retirement of the boomers colliding with the massive federal debt of $21 trillion, we have a major problem. Tax rates in the future must go up. It is a mathematical certainty. So that is why you have to look at your wealth, see if it's filled out pre-tax in an IRA or 401k, and decide now to leverage the tax rates while they're still low and move this money into a tax-advantaged vehicle. Now, I'm recommending that people right now secure your brand-new book, Wealth Unbroken, Growing Wealth Uninterrupted by Market Crashes, Taxes, what we're talking about, and even Death. Um, give us a, 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 just a, a quick clue or two of some of the solutions that our readers will get once they get your book on how to avoid this big tax bite in the future retirement years. Yeah. So obviously, you know, strategies uh, to, to take care of the taxes over a period of time. It's nothing we do immediately. And it doesn't, you know, we got to control the tax burns, as we say. But honestly, Bill, the, we've got the Roth, which is an after-tax vehicle. It still gives you market-based returns, the same as what they're used to. It's just that it's in an after-tax, tax-free growth vehicle, as opposed to continuously growing the bucket that the government can put their hands in when they decide to put their hands in it. So that's the first uh, really obvious one. Some other ones we cover that are not so well known. Known. Um, it's, a, it's a probably too much to explain, so I was just going to have to say, read the book and you'll see. <laughs> well, I want to tell you, it's interesting because you go all the way over to Chapter 12. It's entitled, Run Your Own Race, and that is so important because every individual person, depending on uh, at your age, depending on what level of um, financial planning you have done in the past, what reserves or investments you have or don't have uh, going forward, and it really is uh, a customized situation. That's why the work that Rebecca Walser does with her clients all over the country and her experience, and, and she's a truth teller. I'm telling you that all you've heard in the last uh, five or eight to ten minutes about where we're heading, things are great now. The issue is now is the time to take these short-term savings that have been provided to you from the tax cuts and figure out what vehicles to use, how to get yourself, based on where you're at, how to run your own race in the future. So with that, I very much recommend that you start by getting uh, her book, Wealth Unbroken, Growing Wealth Uninterrupted by Market Crashes, Taxes, and Even Death. Then you want to tune in this Saturday at 2 p.m. or Sunday 11 a.m., and that's on our AM 860, the answer frequency for Rebecca Walser's program, Wealth Strategies. And, uh, Rebecca, I want to congratulate you on your first book and uh, tell you it's great that I can say go Gators and appreciate appreciate all of what you do for us. Our listeners uh, are going to be very much uh, enhanced as they have been already uh, by listening to your show. And thank you for taking a few moments out to be with us today. Thank you, Bill. Humbled and honored to be with you. Thank you so much. God bless. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Again, that website is walserwealth.com, walserwealth.com. And the book that I'm recommending, Wealth Unbroken, Growing Wealth Uninterrupted by Market Crashes, Taxes, and Even Death. Well, I'm going to take a time out from a chilly Tallahassee to all of you in a chilly West Central Florida. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. I'll be talking about black ice in Tampa. Get back. I'm all fried, Jackie. 
We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. That's right, Tampa Bay. If you have a cracked windshield and full coverage insurance, they can install a new one for free and buy back your old one for up to $100 cash on the spot. Call 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. Stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group. I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares. I didn't realize what I was getting into. The whole thing was just a scam. I finally found information on Chuck, and he agreed to meet us. It was just a wonderful experience because uh, he knows that business inside out, and he actually wanted to solve our problem. I fought the largest timeshare company in federal court, and yes, I won. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, we can help cancel your mortgage. When you're approved as a client, I guarantee you a 100% success rate. We'll get you out of your timeshare eliminate your payments and get them off of your back permanently and we proudly hold an a-plus rating with the better business bureau call wesley financial group now for your free consultation at 800-786-9300 that's 800-786-9300 800-786-9300 bill bunkley here for my friends at edi travel if you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the holy land be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. There are many in the church and the body of Christ today that have no patience for rebuke from its leader. But there was an expectation that the church member would come under the leadership and authority of those that were given that responsibility in the church. 
Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley, live from Tallahassee this afternoon. Glad to have you with us. i got to tell you, I was very surprised reading a story from um, right there in Tampa. And that was the story that had to do with the black ice. Um, I couldn't believe it. And the reason is, um, well, half of my heritage comes from Montana. And um, I've had quite a bit of experience of going to Montana through the years, as well as um, especially around the time where you're going to go out and do a little bit of skiing. So um, when you go to Montana and you go in the wintertime, you're just expecting from time to time not only to have the wintry conditions. uh, Most recent trip, uh, it was a blizzard condition for the Bunkleys and you know, winds in some areas of western Montana were reaching 70, 75 miles an hour. Quite a bit of damage. The lines were down, et cetera, et cetera. But um, whenever you have uh, moisture and that moisture, um, you get a little rain, a little sleet, and then you have a, a quick hard freeze, well, what happens is when it's not snow, it ends up becoming ice. Now, what normally happens is... Um, some of the areas in the northeast, they'll go out and they'll have the salt trucks, with the, which they'll put the salt down. In Montana, they just have uh, gravel trucks, and they'll put uh, uh, a thin coat of gravel down on top of the ice, and then that goes a long way to um, um, mitigating the sliding that will happen. And especially when you travel anywhere north of the Bay Area, you'll find that You'll always have signs when you come off an asphalt surface in your car and you get to a concrete surface. It tells you to watch out. Ice could accumulate on the bridge. And I can tell you, I've on more than one occasion been driving along, hit the ice, hit the black ice, and um, two two distinct (laughs) opportunities. My car that I was that I was driving, I was control of the car, actually did a full 360 while cruising down the highway and was able to um, take the necessary precautions, kind of knowing and learning what to do to get the car under control um, when you do that kind of a slipping and sliding routine. Um, I got to tell you, I was sort of chuckling looking at the picture that was on Newswatch 8. Apparently they had to close the southbound lanes of the Veterans Expressway um, because of cold weather, uh, the cold weather yesterday, ice formed um, there, and I saw that they were out there with shovels trying to break the ice up. Now, I, 
I don't want to ever question our our experts that um, are with our road maintenance crews, but uh, I think you're going to be out there a long time trying to chip that up with uh, with a shovel. Um, either you're going to going to get a load of uh, sand and put some sand on top of it, and then you'll be okay. Or kind of like what you do at football games, I guess they could come out because uh, they're 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 with the shovel. They would have been better off just uh, bringing some blow torches and uh, melting it than trying to chip away. But nonetheless, I'm sure each and every one of you uh, that had to experience the closure of the Veterans Expressway southbound as you were trying to get to work yesterday, I'm sure we all appreciate the efforts of the folks uh, uh, making those repairs, uh, trying to get it open. Um, But I don't know of another time in Tampa that... um, We've had to deal officially, I mean, a little bit of ice here and there, but uh, to have an official response to black ice in the roadways, that was uh, very, very interesting to see from up here. Fortunately, and I was watching it yesterday, that as uh, as I mentioned on uh, Tuesday, before I was out with a little bit of an illness yesterday, that uh, we were watching the counties just immediately uh, to the to the west of Leon County up here because had all sorts of winter storm warnings and all about what was going to be happening up here. And so uh, we were holding our breath, but um, just had rain come through Tallahassee. It did not freeze. We did not have all the ice situations. So you had something there in Tampa and West Central Florida that we didn't have to deal with uh, all the way up here in uh, the panhandle of Florida. Well, that'll wrap up our first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, coming to you live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee. A lot more happening at hour number two. So if you're with us uh, on either of our answer stations or on the biz, we'll be uh, bidding you farewell until tomorrow at four. If you'd like to uh, continue to um, the second hour of my show, you can do that by either tuning in to AM 570 all across West Central Florida. Uh, We have another opportunity with our transmitter in Central Florida, AM 910. And if you're in Lakeland, course we have uh, fm 102.1 and you can listen to bill bunkley show from right there in lakeland florida so let's take a time out more of the bill bunkley show coming up in just a moment don't go away i'll be right back Hi, this is Brian Chappell of Unlimited Grace. Have you dreamed of going to the Holy Land? Today, you can register for a chance to win a free trip to Israel, a tour that I'll be leading this spring. For 10 remarkable days, we'll be following in the footsteps of Jesus. It's the trip of a lifetime, and everyone who enters the contest will receive a free copy of my book, Unlimited Grace. To enter for your chance to win, go to letstalkfaith.com. Enter the keyword grace. Weekday afternoons at 3, I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. I'm Jim Brangenberg, the host of I Work For Him. Who do you work for, really? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? Your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. 
I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Prosecutors say 13 malnourished children found in captivity in California were chained as punishment, and a 17-year-old who finally alerted police to the situation plotted her escape for two years. Riverside County District Attorney Mike Hestron says the parents have been charged and could face life in prison. We have filed 12 counts of, of violation of Penal Code Section 206 against both David and Louise Turpin. That is torture. Hestron says there's clear evidence that the Turpin children suffered long-term abuse. One of the children at age 12 is the weight of an average 7-year-old. The 29-year-old female victim weighs 82 pounds. Hestron says all 13 victims were severely malnourished and as a result some have cognitive impairment and a lack of basic knowledge of life. None of the victims were allowed to shower for more than once a year. The Trump administration is creating an office aimed at protecting the religious rights of medical providers, including those who oppose abortion. The new enforcement unit will be part of the Civil Rights Office at the Department of Health and Human Services. It will be called the Division on Conscience and Religious Freedom. The Trump administration wants to protect doctors, nurses, and other health care workers who have religious or moral objections to certain procedures, including abortion. Liberal critics complain the move will undermine women's rights and lead to discrimination against transgender people. Greg Clugston, Washington. The Interior Department says if there's a government shutdown, national parks and other public lands will remain as accessible as possible. Spokeswoman Heather Swift says the American public, especially veterans who come to the nation's capital, should find war memorials and open-air parks open to visitors. Swift says many national parks and wildlife refuges nationwide will also be open with limited access when possible. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 98 points, the NASDAQ dropped two. More on these stories at townhall.com. For so long, I'd had that little hidden sin. It was a secret. No one knew. So I'd convince myself it really wasn't hurting anyone. But, but what if my wife or kids found out? Mm, harmless? It would have ruined me. The problem was, who could I talk to? I needed someone I could confide in, but... But this was so personal. Who could I trust? He found someone to trust, and so can you. We're Faithful Counseling, the world's largest platform for faith-based professional counseling. All of our licensed and experienced counselors are qualified and certified by the state board, and many are trained in addiction counseling. But more importantly, we share your Christian values. Available 24-7 by text, messaging, phone, and video conferencing, all from the comfort of your own home. Try it for the first week free by going to FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word TRUST. That's FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word TRUST to get your first week free. Faithful Counseling, we're here when you need us. At least 10 people have died in severe weather that targeted the South. The snow and ice storm shut down much of the South. Six, eight, 12 inches of snow fell in areas that aren't used to seeing it. Amy George lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, which got several inches of snow. I'm from Ohio, so I grew up with a lot of snow, and I would drive no problem in the Midwest in snow, and my sister does in Columbus, Ohio. But in Charlotte, it's a whole different story. The city really does shut down. Atlanta pretty much came to a standstill, too, after getting about an inch of snow. Airlines canceled hundreds of flights at the airport in Atlanta, the world's busiest. 
I'm Rita Foley. Israel's military says a secretive project building an underground wall along the border with the Gaza Strip is proving a major deterrent against terrorists digging attack tunnels from the Palestinian territory. Israel says the wall extends hundreds of feet below ground and that it is studded with sensors. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. There was a drop-off in new housing starts to end 2017. New home construction dropped 8% last month. The Commerce Department says the decline put U.S. housing starts at a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.2 million units, with almost all the decrease due to builders beginning work on fewer single-family houses. Despite the December decline, housing starts in 2017 were their strongest in a decade. But even with last year's increase in construction, there's still a dwindling pool of homes for sale, which has caused prices to surge faster than wage growth. Mike Hemp in Washington. Amazon narrowed its search for a second headquarters city to 20 locations concentrated mostly in the East and Midwest. Toronto made the list as well Tuesday, keeping the company's international options open. Other contenders include Boston, New York, Washington, D.C., Chicago, Indianapolis, Columbus, Ohio, and Los Angeles. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. We're coming to you live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee, Florida. And um, unfortunately, we are about to come upon another anniversary here in America. Back on January the 22nd, 1973, it was the United States Supreme Court in a landmark case known today and for decades as Roe versus Wade, the court held in a 7-2 to two decision that it was legal for a woman to have a right to have an abortion under the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. That happened on January the 22nd, 1973. Today is January the 18th, 2018. And so we are just days away from the actual anniversary date of what was a purely uh, constructed decision. And what I mean by that is that legal beagles, legal experts on both sides of the issue, now that it has evolved, agree here many decades afterwards that the decision was not based on good 
legal precedent. And in fact, probably, though this has happened before in American history, and I'm sure it's happened before in other uh, civilized governments, but it was a it was a legal decision that was basically concocted. It was not based on law. It was not based on um, interpreting the law. It uh, basically took the right to privacy, and that's uh, exactly what we deal with here in the state of Florida. But uh, it added a, a protection for the right to have an abortion, but it really was not based on any previous legal precedent and um, and so for that the justices just decided that in America women should have a, a legal right to have an abortion uh, no questions asked and and so they decided that was going to be the law of the land so and since then we've had the ongoing discussion about judicial activism or strict constructionism in terms of how a court, uh, how a justice or a court uh, in mass should rule, and um, and so once again we are uh, we are faced with this annual uh, marking of this uh, very landmark case. So tomorrow, uh, in a very chilly Washington D.C., and I hope that uh, all of our representatives who have flown to D.C. from um, from the Sunshine State, I hope they're bundled up. Tomorrow is the uh, official March for Life. There's going to be several other uh, activities going on, a lot of uh, seminars, a lot of uh, breakfasts, a lot of lunches from the pro-life community. And um, it'll be interesting to see uh, between uh, President Donald Trump and uh, Vice President uh, Mike Pence. You know, Mike Pence uh, a year ago. Uh, boy, boy, I, I just said that. A year ago, and something flashed across my mind that said, wow, President Trump has um, been at the helm. Uh, Inauguration Day is coming up, but uh, coming up very closely on um, being in office uh, for an entire year. Well, as you know, Mike Pence uh, addressed the crowd for the March to Life last year, and so we'll see how... Um, that will be acknowledged this year. But I have some breaking news this afternoon that I thought that, uh, uh, especially for those of you who um, support the right to life, this comes from the New York Times. Robert Pear is reporting. Earlier today, the administration of President Donald Trump announced that uh, it was taking, uh, and this would be an executive order, taking new steps to protect doctors and nurses and other health care workers who have religious or moral objections to performing abortions or sex change operations or providing other medical services. Now, this is, um, this is really a significant announcement. It's probably not going to get a lot of traction because most of the focus and the reporting that's coming out of D.C. has to do with whether the government will shut down tomorrow night at midnight, whether they'll get a deal, Democrats and Republicans, sometimes before tomorrow, sometime before tomorrow night, and what will go into the weekend. But again, um, this has been a piece of uh, priority legislation um, for those of us uh, who are pro-life. 
Now, administration officials um, urge people to report discrimination. In other words, if you um, are a doctor or a nurse and um, you go through the right channels and say, you know what, I, I, I have a religious conscientious objection to performing this medical procedure, if that is not honored, the White House um, is urging those who are discriminated against because of this position to a new unit of the federal government. It's called the Conscience and Religious Freedom Division of the Office for Civil Rights at the Department of Health and Human Services. Now, the director of the Civil Rights Office, Roger Severino, promised that both he and his staff would thoroughly investigate each and every complaint. Mr. Severino said, and I quote, For too long the federal government has ignored such complaints or have treated those who have had a conscientious objection with, quote, outright hostility, close quote. The Family Research Center, among others who are supporting this new office, uh, says that this is a way to protect the rights of health care professionals. Those on the other side of the uh, abortion issue, pro-abortion, abortion rights folks, uh, said the administration was giving health care providers a license to discriminate and those who support abortion also raised the possibility that some doctors might defy fertility um, treatments to lesbian couples and that some pharmacists might refuse to fill prescriptions for certain types of contraceptives. In such situations, patients could suffer and health care workers could violate professional or ethical obligations. Also, the Times is reporting that uh, the administration is handing out permission slips for hospitals and providers to deny individuals, including women and LGBT patients, access to a full range of health services, including what they characterize as life-saving emergency care. This comes from the Women's Rights Initiative at American Bridge, uh, Dawn Hucklebridge, no relation to the name of the organization, which is a Democratic advocacy group, Democrat advocacy group. If there is any doubt about how morally repulsive, they say, politically unpopular and far-reaching these consequences of this rule will be, Crafting it in secret behind closed doors and without public input says all you need to know. Obviously, those on the left are upset, close unquote. Eric Hargan, the Acting Secretary of Health and Human Services, says the new initiative creates and carries out an executive order issued last year by President Trump, who said that people of faith would no longer be bullied, would no longer be silenced. According to... Vicki Hartzeller, Republican from Missouri, she attended an event announcing the new office. She said, and I quote, no nurse or doctor should lose her job, her livelihood, or her profession because of her faith. Quote, unquote. 
which uh, leads me, going to take a break, which leads me to just uh, openly share with you where we are also dealing with uh, the milestone of President Trump's first year in office. Imagine if the country would have selected Hillary Clinton as President of the United States. Imagine where we would be today with uh, the whole idea of the implementation or the defense of religious liberty. Imagine where men and women of faith, more particularly men and women of the Christian faith, where would we be today? Because I want to remind you, it wasn't too long ago that there were ominous signals coming out from the presidential campaign that um, those of us who want to maintain our freedom of conscience when it comes to our Christian faith, that we very much could have been under siege. Also remind you that as President Trump, certainly coming forward as a candidate with a uh, a very uh, unsettled track record, especially in the area of some of these conservative principles, made commitments and promises to to these very ideals. I want to remind you that at the time there was great skepticism whether he meant what he said and if he would carry out what he said. So I just want to also give you this, um, this reminder that uh, though you probably share with me a distaste for his, um, you know, on the public side of his um, of his um, communicating directly with the American public with some of the offensive things or some of the name calling in his tweets as president in terms of uh, delivering on his agenda and his agenda for religious liberty uh, for pro life for men and women of faith um, at this point, um, I say we have a, a lot to be indebted to him for uh, his initiatives during the first year. But, um, but I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take a break. You can comment on that and more. I'm um, going to take a, a timeout. Our phone lines are open. Mr. Mike Miracle, who always does a fantastic job day in and day out consistently without having to be... Um, course to do so is standing by he's the maytag man today kind of lonely that phone line is open you can say hello to him at 877-943-9673 that's 877-943-9673 uh more of the bill bunkley show coming up in a moment live from the state capitol in tallahassee don't go away i'll be right back Yes, I have a snoring problem. Uh, can you describe it for me, please? Well, it's about five foot eleven with curly hair and a mustache. Oh, I see. 
Newt is the latest in snoring technology from Australia that may be the solution to your 5 foot 11 snoring problem, letting you finally get a good night's sleep. Snoring is not normal and happens when we breathe through our mouth instead of our nose. Mute is a comfortable nasal dilator that sits inside the nose and supports the airway, allowing snorers to breathe more easily through their nose and keep their mouth closed during sleep. Trials show that 75% of couples are able to enjoy a good night's sleep together when their partner uses Mute. Mute is effective, easy to use and may just be your answer to a good night's sleep. Mute is available at Walgreens, GNC and your local drugstore. Find your nearest store at MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. There's only one reason to be excited about Taco Tuesdays. Tacos. Now you have 59 reasons to get excited about Wednesdays. When you book an appointment for Wednesdays with Mr. Sparky, you'll save 59 bucks off the service fee for your visit. That's right, on Wednesdays you can get the weekend honeydew list done, and there's no charge for the service call with Mr. Sparky. You just pay for installation repairs and necessary parts. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Progressive presents Mindfulness with Flow. You sit on the edge of a lake, worries floating away with each breath. You have just bundled your ATV and RV insurance and saved a large sum of money. Now all is perfect. You carry on a conversation with an owl. He asks most of the questions. Ascend to a higher plane of insurance with Progressive. Bundle your outdoor vehicles and save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states. If you're a small business, first impressions can make all the difference. With Grasshopper, you get all the features of a professional business phone system on your mobile phone. Choose a business phone number, make calls, and send texts. Stay connected and work from anywhere with features like Wi-Fi calling and our desktop app. Set up your account in minutes with no long-term contracts and 24-7 customer support. Make your small business big. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. That's grasshopper.com slash radio. Forever My Girl is a modern-day prodigal son story. Country music star Liam Page never got over Josie, his one true love he left at the altar. But when he returns to his hometown years later, he's faced with the consequences of all he left behind. Why'd you leave my mama? I was young. I got lost. But you found your way back now, right? Find your way back home in the film NBC Raves will make you laugh, cry, and fall in love. Forever My Girl. Rated PG. Parental guide. And suggested in theaters tomorrow. Weekday mornings at 8. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. You come to him and say, God, I know you can do anything. But Lord, I don't want to just know it in my mind and I don't want to just read about it in the Word. I want to experience it in my life. And so, God, because you have that power, I am trusting in you. Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. Weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. I want to tell you that um, in our in our little broadcast facility here, when I hear 
praise and worship like we just uh, had a few moments of. Tell you what, I'm just raising my hands. You know, in uh, in the environment that we work in here in Tallahassee, of course, we're in the public square. A lot of varying viewpoints are in the public square, and um, it's important to be a good listener. Also important to be um, a good communicator, be um, in command of uh, the facts and not just fake news or, or hyperbole. Um, just want to tell you that, um, especially during the 5 o'clock hour when I'm with uh, exclusively our Faith Talk listeners and those who have uh, come over from our answer and uh, our biz station. It's just uh, it's just refreshing for me to be able to to be able to take a moment out. Now I got to tell you, I, I had my hands up, my eyes closed just a minute ago, and I caught myself, <laughs> Michael, because I was going to say. Now, by the way, if you're out there driving around this afternoon, you know you can just you know you can keep that one hand on the wheel, and you can just you know if you hear a praise song, you can raise your hand. Caught myself because that is not what you want to do. I want to officially tell you that um, you should have your hands, both hands on the steering wheel at that 10 to 2 position that you might have learned decades ago from driving school or, well, maybe if you got a ticket here recently, maybe you maybe you took that uh, adversion course or something. But, no, let's keep both hands on, uh, on the wheel. Let's not uh, raise a hand in praise. And uh, we want you to uh, to get home. That's very important. But, um very special time, and of course, we always uh, appreciate uh, having you along this afternoon. And um, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I want to bring you a story about the the latest uh, marketing by Abercrombie and Fitch uh, coming to your local mall. That's the uh, retailer that targets young people that uh, already... Uh, through the years has certainly raised questions by their um, racy advertisements. Uh, They're at it again. But we've got uh, John is calling in from Lutz this afternoon. And um, as we were talking about the first year of uh, Donald Trump, also just uh, remembering uh, what he promised and what he's delivered, knowing that, uh, you know, uh, we certainly have a I, let's just say I have uh, some issues with his bedside manner. Let's go to John and Luce. John, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Um, hi, Bill. John Slater. Hey, where I, you been, man? I missed you. Now I know. Brother John, man, good to hear your voice. Well, it's nice to hear yours, but I hear yours all the time on the radio. So. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year I, to I you. Happy New Year Can to I, you, my friend. Yeah, you too, dear brother. All right. I, I don't want to. I don't want to take a lot of your time, but. I just call because I, I think the things that we're seeing going on, I think Trump has done a, a fantastic job as president, except I think he needs to be in a real relationship with the Lord. And I think if he had that relationship, maybe he does. I don't know. I'm not his judge. But I don't think he would talk the way he talks and the, the language he uses if he really had a fear of God in his heart. And that tells me that he needs some uh, tutoring. Real tutoring, and without that kind of uh, tutoring, we're going to be acting in our own strength. We won't be able to uh, live for the Lord the way we should. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a astute observation uh, on your part. Um, yeah, you know, I uh, get reports from time to time of those who uh, who I know are walking with the Lord that are um, either in his inner circle or have that kind of access and We've heard reports that, uh, you know, in the last uh, year or year plus that, uh, 
he made a personal commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I guess on the other side of that, um, you know, um, you know, Paul talked about baby Christians and they're on the milk and not on the on the uh, the solid food. Um, and I guess as I was thinking just out loud, and I, I I thought, okay, if I was president of the United States and I lived a secular, pretty much a secular lifestyle, but you know, respective of men and women of faith. And so I come to the Lord, but now I find myself president of the United States. You know, John, I I want to get get your question on this because uh, your command of Scripture is uh, is just absolutely off the chart. I relish the time when I've got a few moments where I can sit and be by myself, and I can sit and visit with the Lord, or I can sit and open up Scripture. Um, I just imagine that the president, uh, if he's made these type of commitments, we're still seeing you know, certainly behavior, outward behavior and conduct and name calling of stuff that definitely isn't evidence of the fruits of the spirit as outlined in scripture. But I kind of wonder, you know, um, if he has made these decisions, uh, when do you think he has time to even contemplate it? I mean, just some thoughts. That's that's my that's my thought there, brother. Because if he can't get before the Lord and and the things that he's doing, and he's so busy that he can't find some time, you know, Scripture says little is much with God. So it doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to study the whole Bible. He just has to have something from his heart from the Lord by the Spirit of God. And when he has that, the Lord is quite capable of keeping him. And 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 directing him, you know, the the Lord has directed unbelieving people like uh, Cyrus. He's, in Isaiah, the Lord said that he was my servant. I don't think Cyrus thought of himself as anybody's servant. But, well, you mentioned Cyrus, but uh, and I, and I, and, I, and I, let me be clear: I do not put uh, President Trump in this category. However, it's been amazing uh, from the written word, which is our solid foundation of where we draw our Christian worldview. Um, it's clear, and I give you the last word, John, that, you know, God can clearly use whoever he wants to use. He can use yes. a, a dear brother that's just walking just closely, or he can use someone and someone who's not walking with the Lord. And oftentimes, uh, I dare say they, they never even know that, that God is using them uh, to do what he promises. And that is all things work to good for those who love and walk according to him. Doesn't mean all things are good, but kind of like uh, the, the end result of where we're going. But uh, anyway, I just thought I'd mention that because uh, you made a good point. It's true. And the other thing is it brings us to where where we what we can do, because we can't control Donald Trump, but we can control our thoughts. And we're told in Romans 13 to pray for the leaders. And uh, they, it has all this authority that Donald Trump wields, regardless of whether he believes he got it from God or not, it comes from God. The scripture doesn't change. Let me get one more question into you. How important is it, and you're uniquely qualified to answer this question, um, so. there, there are, well, I mean, I mean, in this two-way conversation, uh, there, is, there, there, uh, there are specific passages, and I'm talking about the con, the idea that uh, the more that we know Scripture, the more that we've memorized Scripture, the more that we can recall Scripture, which uh, God's given you quite a gift to do that. How important is it when you pay, pray for the president? We're praying for some of the same things, but uh, when a person knows how to quote Scripture back to the Lord, uh, 
by way of their prayers. Talk about how effective that is, because um, uh, that's what I call the mountain-moving prayers. Talk about that. Well, if you love your family, you want to pray for pray for the rulers of this country. It says that we may live godly and peaceable lives before him. So Timothy tells us that. So if we're in the Scripture, then we can affect these things directly, no matter how small we may be. You know, it's it's kind of like the, the one vote is too small to mean a difference, but it does mean everything with God. Mm. Tell you what, John, miss you, my friend, and uh, thank you for your wisdom today. We've got to take a break, but uh, good hearing from you, and best wishes to uh, you and your grandson, 2018. Thank you very much, dear brother. Take care. All right, that is refreshing. You know, Mike, it's, well, of course, Mike, I love hearing from you. My dear brother, I get a chance to talk to every day and how much I appreciate you, but also when I um, get to hear, kind of like when uh, you come up and visit your legislators, uh, here in Tallahassee, and you know them, and they see you here. It's just nice to kind of connect with the home folk. And so that's kind of what uh, that last few minutes uh, was with uh, my dear friend John. All right, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Let's check in with SRN News when I come back. Abercrombie, Abercrombie and Fitch, guess what they're up to next? That's the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. And I will find my history. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The father of the man accused by California authorities of abusing his 13 children says he doesn't believe reports that his son and his son's wife chained their children for long periods and let them shower only once a year. James Turpin of Princeton, West Virginia, told the Associated Press he's going to talk to his son's children to find out the real story as soon as he can get a call through to them. Amazon has narrowed its search for a second headquarters city to 20 locations, concentrated mostly in the East and the Midwest. Toronto made the list as well Tuesday, keeping the company's international options open. Other contenders include Boston, New York, Washington, Chicago, Indianapolis, Columbus, Ohio, and Los Angeles, the only West Coast city to make the cut. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 98 points to 26,018. The Nasdaq dropped to the S&P lower by 5. Oil dropped 2 cents. More details at srnnews.com. Okay, talent auditions for the Manatee County Fair, January 11th through 21st, 2018, and you are? The Duet Quartet. Uh, Okay, and you know the theme of the fair. Good food, good rides, good times. Yep. All right, take it away. Good food. Good rides. Good times. It's time for the fair. <sighs> Fellas, how do you feel about shovels and wheelbarrows? That's fine. Don't miss the Manatee County Fair. Good food, good rides, good times. Details at manateecountyfair.com. I'm just so upset. I, I'm having so much trouble getting to sleep. Only to wake up in the middle of the night, worrying all over again. I'm wearing down. There's no one I trust, no one I can open up to. But I've got to find someone I can talk to. I can't keep going on like this. She found help, and so can you. We are Faithful Counseling, the world's largest platform for faith-based professional counseling. Our Christian counselors are all licensed, trained, and experienced, qualified and certified by the state board. But more importantly, 
We share your Christian values. Available 24-7 by text, messaging, phone, and video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. We'd like to invite you to try your first week free by going to FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word HELP. That's FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word HELP to get your first week free. Faithful Counseling, we're here when you need us. And now, your Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. If your best friend were asked to describe you, what one word would they use to describe you? Is there one word that would capture who you are? If we had to pick a single word to describe God, there is one characteristic of God that is transcendent above all others, and it's the word holy. Holy. Remember the passage we read just a few moments ago when Isaiah saw the vision of the Lord high and lifted up? He saw the seraphim, the angels, circling the throne of God and shouting out, crying out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And that's Luke 21, 24. We go there that when Jerusalem is back in the hands of Jewish people, the blinders will start coming off. That's when the time of the Gentile is being fulfilled. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. It starts with an E, but only has a single letter in it, an envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill, and boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here live from Tallahassee on this Thursday afternoon. Looking forward to uh, getting in the chariot here at 6 o'clock and heading on back to the Bay Area. Be with you live tomorrow from our Tampa studios. Hey, I want to remind you that Calibrate, the worship team event, is uh, right around the corner. Coming up uh, on January the 29th there at the South Tampa Fellowship at the Ballast Point Campus. 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., an all-day event where worship leaders uh, who are pointing people to Jesus Christ every day, but sometimes leading worship and participating in worship can be, well, hard to balance. We have created this full-day event to allow worship teams to hear the hearts of top worship leaders coming in to Tampa from around the country. Matt Mahar is going to be with us, along with Meredith Andrews, Joss Wilson, Corey Asbury, and Caleb Miller. To find out more, go to our special website, calibrateworship.com slash Tampa. That's calibrateworship.com slash Tampa to find out more how you can get tickets and be a part of this 
It's going to be great. By the way, we've got that New York shopping spree that started uh, on the 16th. It will end on February the 12th. That's right. Start the season with all the latest fashions on a shopping trip to New York City. One winner will receive a three-day, two-night trip for two to the Big Apple, including transportation, accommodations, and spending money valued at $4,000. Well, you can see a show on Broadway. Treat yourself uh, to uh, some fun in Times Square. Head on out by the boat to see the Statue of Liberty and a whole lot more. You can register at any of our stations at letstalkfaith.com on our station website there or AM860 The Answer, their website, AM930TheAnswer.com, their website, or 1380thebiz.com. Go ahead and just click on the contest tab and be a part of that. Looking forward to that. (coughs) Excuse me. Before we get to our Abercrombie and Fitch story, I want to remind you <coughs> that tomorrow when uh, we literally have uh, thousands of people who uh, have already uh, probably are on their way to D.C., uh, they're going to be taking part in the annual March for Life. The House of Representatives there in D.C., they've got the vote scheduled for H.R. 4712. That's in Washington, D.C. now, the House of Representatives in Congress, not here in Tallahassee. Um, House Resolution 4712, that is the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. Looking forward to that vote tomorrow. This proposed legislation uh, would require health care practitioners to provide life-saving medical care to babies born alive who survive an attempted abortion, just as they would do for other babies born at the same age of development. H.R. 4712 will create criminal penalties to enforce what is currently only a definitional provision in federal law. That means put some teeth into the law. The bill expressively prohibits any prosecution under this act of the mother of a child born alive, and it gives her a private right of action to seek relief if an abortionist were to kill or neglect her born alive infant. Now, there was a similar measure that was signed into law back by President Bush in 2003, but it never had the teeth included to hold the abortion industry accountable. And uh, Family Research Council has um, provided me this briefing to me for me to pass along to you. And so I'm uh, asking for you to um, got a moment to... Uh, tonight or probably now tomorrow morning, call your local members of Congress uh, in the U.S. House and uh, ask them to please vote for the final passage of the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act for um, consideration on tomorrow. Good legislation. Hope that we can get that uh, taken care of. All right. Eber, Crombie, and Fitch. You know that if you've been to the mall and over the years we've talked about um, – how they have um, developed catalogs for their clothing for teenagers and impressionable young people, and how some of the promotional ways that they have um, tried to uh, be successful in their clothing business has certainly uh, caused, uh, been cause for alarm for those of us in the Christian side of uh, society. Well, this comes to us. I caught this um, of a story that uh, uh, Newswatch 8, Channel 8, uh, is probably 
sharing right now in the market there in Tampa. Abercrombie and Fitch in their kids division. Are you listening? Their kids division. They are rolling out their first gender-neutral clothing collection for kids later here in the month of January. The line, which is going to be called, quote, Everybody Collection, close quote, is going to have gender-neutral, about 25 styles, gender-neutral tops, gender-neutral bottoms, and gender-neutral accessories. According to their news release and WFLA Newswatch 8, the retailer decided to pursue gender-neutral after receiving feedback from customers not wanting to be restricted to certain styles and colors. According to Stacy Anderson, brand president of Abercrombie & Fitch, she said, and I quote, Parents and their kids don't want to be confined to specific colors and styles, depending on whether shopping for a boy or a girl. Really? Close quote. Really? Somehow, those aren't necessarily the moms and dads that um, I run with, and maybe not the moms and dads that many of you run with. Anyway, she goes on to say, quote, Our everybody collection is one assortment in one size run that covers the trends, the trends we are seeing in both color and style. Trends. And as I've reported before, Abercrombie & Fitch isn't the only retailer to try to cash in on gender neutrality. We uh, alerted you to Target who, this was, what, six months or a year ago, converted its uh, toy aisles to gender-neutral back in 2015. Well, actually, it's more than a year or two, a couple of years, and added a gender-neutral decor to a children's collection the following year. And so now we got, uh doesn't surprise me, Abercrombie and Fitch with their... Gender neutral. Well, can I just tell you I'm old-fashioned? I also am reminded of the the biblical admonition. It's up to those of us who are parents to raise our children in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord. It is our worldview. It is very important to us to um, adhere to our worldview. So, um, in a culture that's changing, uh, just today I um, witnessed, um, wasn't a part of, wasn't supporting it, but uh, uh, just before the lunch hour, there was a a coalition of Republicans and Democrats um, advocating at a press conference for what's called uh, workforce compliance, and um, it is a bill that... um, I don't think it's going to be heard here in the House again, but it's a, a bill um, that is being uh, sponsored by the LGBT community uh, that would put, um, uh, if an employer uh, showed any discrimination in that area, along with the other 
uh, already parts of both federal law and state law in terms of um, of um, civil rights. Um, it would uh, cause um, penalties for uh, not hiring uh, folks uh, of the gay community. But what I'm, what I'm just saying that to just suggest to you that um, as uh, we are becoming quite a multicultural um, state here in Florida, and we're a multicultural United States of America, there uh, every day it seems to me that uh, there are more, um, not just divisions, but uh, in many ways there are more categories, more subcategories, and uh, people are identifying, people are, are being outspoken about it. And so it becomes increasingly challenging when you are a follower of Christ, you have a Christian worldview, you have a biblical worldview, and um, in my role here as president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, it's, uh, it's a, not only a very interesting time, but it can be very challenging. I want to remind you, I didn't do this during the first hour of the show, but <clears throat> we had several bills up today. If you'd like to follow our work, you can do that by going to FloridaReligiousLiberty.com, uh, FloridaReligiousLiberty.com. You can sign up for our email updates. Um, just a quick reminder that that's a way you can um, drill a little bit deeper than the time that we have on the program with uh, our weekly um, analysis of um, some of the bills that we're following. But um, when it comes to our admonition, we are to raise up our children in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord. So what that means is, is that um, we have, um, we believe that uh, the Lord has given us two genders. And uh, those genders, by and large, by the vast majority of everyone, unless there is a, there is a birth defect, uh, there is um, uh, a special situation. And remember that we don't live in a perfect world. So in the world that we live in and the sin world that we live in, that uh, we do have <clears throat> individuals that find themselves in um, difficult situations. But for the rest of us, um, clearly... Um, if my, it's amazing, it's amazing that given the many decades that I've been following Christ and especially here in Tallahassee, it is, um, I find myself just, um, really in, in contemplation when I have to say the following statement, that is as a Bible believing Christian in the inerrancy of the scriptures, I believe that, um, we are formed in, formed in two genders. We are created male and female. And by that, and since we are to raise up our children in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, I believe that as a Christian, that uh, I have to raise my children up as either boys or girls. And I have a... Um, a very special we, I should say, Mrs. Bunkley and I have a very special young man, Zachary William Bunkley, our son. Um, he was born a male, and so we are following what we believe to be our biblical parental responsibilities. Uh, we're not raising him gender neutral. We are not raising him contrary to, um, as some would say, his biological plumbing as provided 
by um, the Lord uh, at his birth. And so um, we are raising him as, um, as a young man. So, and then so much has been written about gender confusion and, uh, and now the, um, of course, the, um, the different interest groups certainly are, are even moving that, uh, boy, if you're a pastor, you can't even counsel a young man or a young woman um, contrary to how they feel about their gender. That has certainly been widespread and proposition that was, uh, you know, certainly part of uh, uh, Tampa City Council deliberations. And so when I see a story uh, here in Tallahassee, even about Abercrombie and Fitch, it just, uh, I just continue to shake my head because I don't think any of us uh, who are alive in the 50s, 60s, 70s, whatnot, or even, you know, uh, preceding those dates, um, very few people could have ever predicted that once we flipped over to a new century and now we are uh, 17 years in working on our 18th year that not only we would have to be um, describing uh, our position on on children um, and defending our biblical position but uh, even uh, be living in a world with um, uh, so many different uh, points of view as to um, how that works into um, the future cultures that we are here and uh, being a part of. So with that, a lot of prayer. Uh, I hope you pray for the bill in Congress tomorrow. Pray for us here in Tallahassee that um, what an opportunity it is for us to be able to uh, witness and to share and um Always reminded, especially here in Tallahassee, it's just not what we believe, but it is uh, how we share what we believe. And uh, a lot of that uh, has to do with um, the commandment that the Lord said was the supreme commandment of all, and that is to do everything in love. Everything in love. And so um, with that, um, that's uh, how we... um, proceed here in Tallahassee with our ministry and uh, how I think that we are to proceed each and every day. Well, coming up um, on tomorrow's program, as I said, we'll be venturing back to um, uh, Tampa and uh, we'll be broadcasting from our facilities there. Tomorrow, we've got uh, a packed house on the Bill Bunkley Show. We'll be hearing from our friend, my good friend, Glenn Stanton with Focus on the Family. And he's the director of Global Family Formation Studies. And uh, he'll be refuting the fallacy that procreation is becoming a public health concern. And I sort of set that up by even talking about the gender situation and the Abercrombie and Fitch declaration that parents want this want this new no restraints, no holds bar. Well, we'll get with Glenn Stanton tomorrow and talk about the uh, procreation issue. Plus, uh, we've got the Project Hero Honor Ride coming up and um, right here in um, West Central Florida. And we'll have a chat with Nathan DeWalt and Mitch Lee about that event and how you can plug in. Three different levels. Uh, you can uh, come out to Tropicana Field and ride. Plus, uh, we'll have our weekly check-in with the movie guide to hear about, uh, well, 
What's a what's a win? What's a loss this week coming up in the new movies hitting the box office? And of course, I'll have headlines commentary coming up in a moment. My pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, senior pastor, Ottawa Baptist Church in uh, Lutz, on his radio ministry, Living Truth: How to Love Someone You Don't Like. Don't want to miss that coming up in a moment. How to love someone you don't like. That's part two of a two-part series. Comes to us from the word, 1 John, the fourth chapter, verses 7 and 21. All right, going to wrap things up here from Tallahassee. Hope to see you right here tomorrow at 4. Until then, have a wonderful evening. God bless and stay warm. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.